Hello, we're going to get things going on New Shit now. My name is Donovan. I'm very happy to host New Shit again. I hosted last week, and uh, we're going to start things off with local musician Carolise Cloverdale. She released a new record called Grafts. I think this is the only track on it. I'm not entirely sure, but this track is called Graphs. Uh, we're going to hear it for a little bit, and uh, I'm going to have a phone call with the New York-based jazz musician in just a little bit. So sit tight, stay tuned. The time's now 3 p.m. You're tuned into CKUT 90.3 FM, and this is new shit. Thank you. 
I uh, hate to cut that one off, but um, uh, yeah, it's a it's a 22 minute track, so unfortunately can't really play all of it on the radio right now. That one's by uh, Carolise Cloverdale. Uh, she's a local ambient artist, and she just released that project, Graphs. Uh, that was the title track, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that that's the only track, but I could be wrong. So uh, go check that out. I think it's on Boomcat Records. And uh, you can uh, hear most of it on SoundCloud. But uh, in other news, I have Lauren Lee on the line, who is going to be playing a gig with her jazz trio at uh, Cafe Resonance on May 20th. So a little little ways down the road, but uh, we're uh, happy to be speaking to her today. How are you doing out there, Lauren? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's a bit uh it's a bit rainy in Montreal, but uh you're you're out and about in New York City today. It is a beautiful day here today. Like yesterday was more cold, rainy and today is like picture perfect mm. springtime. So it's great. I'm jealous. Uh so how about you just <laughs> tell us a little bit about what to expect at this uh Cafe Resonance gig this month. You've released three records under your own name. Uh one was just yes. with the uh bassist of the trio. And mm-hmm. then uh yeah. you have a a pair with the trio as well. Um uh, what can you tell us about your sound and how things have developed over the years? So, um we are a trio. It's uh vocals and piano is what I do and then there's a bassist and a drummer. And we do original music, we do completely improvised, or I guess I call it spontaneously composed, because we focus on improvisation that's very melodic. Um, and as a vocalist, I, I guess my shtick or my specialty is what I call vocal instrumentalism. So I'm trying to create as many different timbres and colors with my voice as possible, using lyrics, sometimes using lyric, no lyrics, other times, composing melodies that don't have lyrics or improvising melodies with improvised lyrics. Like it, it's kind of a lot of different things. Um, but if you are a fan of like Bjork or if you're a fan of Tune Yards or if you're a fan of, I mean, I guess any kind of modern jazz piano trio, I, I think you would enjoy what we're doing. If you're a fan of science, if you're a fan of um, like brain function and interesting thoughts, mental health type things. We, we do music that's about those topics because I feel like those are interesting things and there are things that a lot of people are interested in, I guess, not really discussing, but, ne- but maybe like reading about or learning about. And so, you know, putting it into music, I think, is interesting. And it gives us something, you know, neat to talk about like before and after the set with people that come out to listen and be like, hey, you know, Let's talk about, you know, schizophrenia, like fun times or something. I don't know. It's hmm. kind of it's kind of a mixed bag and we try to have a lot of variety um in our set and you know, mixing it up with, you know, composed music, improvised music, you know, covers of songs that people probably know, even you know, doing some jazz standards here and there. Um but yeah, should be it should be a fun night. We're really looking forward to it. Mm. And um, I, I mean, you just mentioned sing- this uh, instrumental vocalization concept. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I noticed that you sing a lot with syllables and not necessarily words, um, although obviously right. there are lyrics here and there. But um, I mean, at least on your newest record, The Consciousness Test, uh, each song, if you like click on it on Bandcamp, has like a very extensive sort of concept 
behind it. So how do you, um, how do you translate these concepts into uh, pure musical ideas? So on that record, every song on the album is about a different aspect of the brain. Usually they're all like vaguely like mental health or um, emotion related. So with a few of the tracks, what I was trying to create was something that sounded like a certain instance feels like there's um, the title track, the consciousness test is about being in the present moment and about, you know, what can happen if you slip out of the moment, like the consequences, I guess. So it's like, are you present? No, then this could happen. Are you, um, are you freaking out about something? Yes. Then this is what it feels like. So we tried to, you know, I guess, I don't know if personify is the right word, but try to evoke what it feels like or what it you know, seems like in musical form. Um, there's another track on the, on the album called Oh No, Oh No, Oh No, which is a, a panic attack in, in song form. And then the other track I wanted to mention was Voyager. I believe that's number four. And that one is just about being totally alone, like feeling absolutely hopeless, you know, almost like you're floating in outer space in a capsule by yourself. And there's nothing around. And you're like, wow, this, this is like destitute, you know, and it hopefully, I guess, conjures up, you know, feelings of, I don't know loneliness and, and despair and you know, just like I'm totally alone and nobody knows how you know, sad I am or nobody knows how alone I feel um, and it, yeah, do you, something, something like that do you, I mean would you say like music is uh, is music sort of your coping mechanism for a certain like uh, feelings you're going through in life yeah music has always been my coping mechanism so I guess it's good that I it's decided to make it my like living <laughs> so it's kind of, you know it's definitely cathartic but you know cathartic for a lot of people i think um like if, you know if you're sad you know if you start singing to yourself or if you're scared start singing to yourself it really it really makes a big difference like that's how i used to cope with stress when i was in college like i was in music school like you know, freaking out about having to do a recital or something. So instead of singing the music for the recital, I would sing other music to calm myself down and then, would, you know, work on the music for the recital. And, and that always seems to work. And it's interesting. So I'm like, wow, this is like the same activity, but it depends on what it is, I guess. So like when I'm stressed, I listen to certain people over and over again, because I know they're going to make me feel a certain way. Like there's a, you know, a connotation, I guess, with hearing certain voices, I guess, like for me, um, somebody I listen to when I'm stressed out or if I'm upset is Nina. Mm-hmm. And the second I hear her voice, I instantly like start to calm down. And it's, it's an interesting, interesting thing, I guess. And uh, you also mentioned a lot of sort of non-jazz artists at the beginning of this interview just here. Um, do you think that music besides like jazz to sort of like escape the uh i guess the academics is that is that sort of how that music became part of your uh, repertoire or part of your sound yeah because i i'm very into the concept of you know 
having music that doesn't necessarily fit a certain genre. And a lot of my influence, especially in my songwriting, came from sources that were not jazz. Um, a lot of the music that I listen to on a daily basis is not jazz. But, you know, at the heart, the music is jazz. It's like you're writing, you know, things a certain way, using certain types of chord progressions. You know, the way that it, you know, you're thinking about it is definitely more the, you know, in a jazz type idiom. But there are so many elements that are being brought forth that are not jazz, but I feel like it's important to mention it um, and to draw, I guess, a similarity between that. Because sometimes when people hear the word jazz, like, like my band name is the Lauren Lee Space Jazz Trio. So the word jazz is already there. And I feel like that can be off-putting for, for someone who maybe isn't a fan of jazz music, but we've played enough gigs with people who have said to us, oh, I, you know, I don't normally like jazz, but I like this. And I'm like, okay, so what do they like about this that's different? And I, and I feel like, you know, you know, having, you know, songs that are about kind of quirky things and having, you know, lyrics that are interesting and, you know, using harmony that's maybe not traditionally jazz or like, you know, playing the instruments in a way that may not be traditionally jazz. Like I think that can help reach a broader audience. Hmm. So... I like to incorporate, you know, talking about these other musics or these other forms of music, these other artists that are not, you know, jazz artists being like, hey, these people were just as influential to me as, you know, someone like Ella Fitzgerald or someone like John Coltrane or Eric Dolphy. And also, like, for an audi- a modern audience, I think a lot of people are, you know, they're looking for something different but not necessarily something that can be grouped into a genre. So by including other artists, you know, saying we are similar to blank and having it be somebody that's not jazz, I think we could reach, you know, more listeners that way or different listeners, I guess, maybe. Yeah, and that, I mean, besides just attracting uh, non-jazz musicians, that also mm-hmm. probably adds a, a slightly different flavor into the, situation which I, I mean i guess that's what you were just talking about <laughs> right um and um i mean what's so you grew up in st louis too and um mm-hmm. what, what's uh what's it been like I, I i'm not i'm not sure when you moved to new york but uh what do you think it's been important also to be a sort of an outsider from the uh like born and bred new yorkers in a way yeah no for sure like I mean, I am from St. Louis. I moved here actually almost eight years ago. So I've been here a while, um, but I lived in St. Louis until I was almost 22. So we're outside St. Louis. And, you know, when I first moved here, I felt very different. And, you know, still to this day, like I've I've lived here a long time. Um, A lot of people that I work with on a regular basis are or newer to the city like I am, but a lot of the people are born and bred here. And, like, certain things that I bring to the table, I think, are because of my experience growing up somewhere that wasn't particularly um, cosmopolitan or urban. Because, like, I mean, St. Louis, like, St. Louis, the city itself is not very big, and it's mostly just kind of, like, suburban sprawl. So, you know, I bring a lot of, I guess, I don't know. Everything is still new to me because I grew up somewhere where I didn't have these things. And so now 
it's like everything I see or everything I hear, like it still inspires me because I've only lived here for eight years. Mm. So I'm still like, oh, well, this is cool because I haven't been, you know, I haven't been exposed to it my whole life. Um, as far as music goes, like I grew up listening to, you know, a lot of like classic rock and country and stuff because that's what people in St. Louis listen I mean, we, the people that I was around, that's what they listen to. And so even that comes creeping out, especially like in impro- improvisation. And that's kind of the best part. It's like you, if you're, if you're improvising things that you haven't heard or even thought about in like 10 years or 15 years or 20 years come up and you're like, oh man, I haven't heard, like record a song. You're like, oh man, I haven't heard that song in like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then you go and find it again. So that, I guess that's kind of what I bring the table is like, well, this is what I listened to when I was a kid, and this is where I'm from, and so kind of put it in the blender with everything else and what comes out. Yeah, I mean, improvisation is kind of like, it's just total, like, musical stream of consciousness, so you kind of never know what memories are going to pop up as you're uh, going through a a tune or whatever. For sure. Um, and have you had a, have you had a lot of chances to collaborate in New York? Is that a just jazz everywhere scene sort of helped develop you as a musician over the years? Oh, for sure. Because when I first moved here, like I didn't really have any desire to compose, and I didn't necessarily have any desire to do like freely improvised or spontaneously composed music. I, you know, when I lived in St. Louis, when I was in college, I got very into, like, bebop and more modern jazz and singing, things like that. Um, So when I moved here, like, that was kind of what I was looking at doing. Um, So I I moved to go to graduate school. And so I, you know, I did my master's and I, you know, did the thing. And then after that, I was kind of like, oh it had opened a lot of other doors for me. I started composing, I started playing the piano more. And so now, you know, the singing or the vocal instrumentalism and the piano and the composing, like they're all pretty much on the same level. And so it's offered me many more opportunities to collaborate with different kinds of projects. Like I've done a lot of like new theater and like modern classical music, composition, arrangement type stuff. And it's, I never would have thought I would have been doing things like that when I moved here initially. Hmm. And um, I, I mean, it's been about a year since your last project. Are you uh, working on any new compositions mm-hmm. or new uh, recordings? We are going to be doing some new compositions that are related to outer space mm-hmm. when we are in Montreal this in a few weeks. Um, I haven't been really doing anything completely different yet um it's been more of just trying to play as much as possible Hmm. but i am looking to be doing another record within the next year and it may or may not be with the trio i've I've been entertaining some other ideas as well so hopefully that will gain some legs i guess later in the year great um and you played Montreal uh, last year at uh, La Paz, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Um, was that? Do you have any uh, special memories of uh, the city? I love Montreal. It was actually the first city I went to that was outside the U.S. when I was in like like fifth grade, maybe. 
it was a long time ago. Um, but it's definitely like one of my favorite places to go, like period. But we had a lot of fun when we came in August. We played at La Paz and we met a lot of wonderful other creative musicians and it was it was a really fun experience. And I'm sad that, that um that they had to close. I think something happened with the building, so that made me upset because there's like never enough places it seems like to to do creative music. Yeah, La Paz was a huge loss for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, yeah, I'm very sad about it. I'm like, come on. Because like, that kind of stuff had, happens in New York all the time. And I'm like, you know, Montreal, in comparison, is so much more like open and artsy and accepting and stuff. And I'm just like, really? They're going to do that there too? Like, come on. You know, because like, that's the kind of thing you expect to happen here, not in Montreal. And I was like, oh man. Because I think it happened like, fairly recently after we had played there and i was like oh my god that's awful um yeah it's a it's a pretty uh shitty <laughs> situation um <laughs> but uh yeah I'm, we're gonna hand it over to uh one of your track voyager now um and just right. to review uh you're playing cafe resonance on may 20th is it just a one day it's um, a one night it's two sets it's set at nine and i believe it'll eleven. Yeah, right. it was Saturday night, so, you know, come have fun. All right, awesome. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. And uh, for our listeners out there, it's now uh, 327 here on CKUT, and we're going to hear the track Voyager from uh, Lauren Lee, uh, Space Jazz Trio, off their uh, last year's record, The Consciousness Test. And um, one more shout-out to uh, Lauren Lee for coming on the show today. Thank you so much.
33rd Festival International de Musique Actuelle de Victoriaville will be held May 18th to the 21st, 2017. On the program, Bill Coleman and Gordon Monaghan's dance theater show Dollhouse, Colin Stetson's sorrow post-rock opera, Terry Riley and his son Gian Riley, Bentony, Senyawa, XI, Nels Klein, and much more. Join us for four days of concerts, a sound art installations in public spaces circuit, two experimental short film programs, and a visual arts exhibition. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit fimov.qc.ca. From May 18th to the 21st, 2017, come to Victo for 33rd FEMOV.
that uh, is a spooky little track there from the one and only Jessica Moss, a uh, local Montrealer <clears throat> who uh, just released a project called Pools of Light on Constellation Records, the great Constellation Records, and um, some really amazing material on that. That's just the, uh, the part two of the piece, Entire Populations, which takes up side one of the LP. Side two is a piece called Glaciers 1 and 2. Uh, that was a that was actually a piece I saw her play at uh, Pop Montreal. It's, uh, it's truly an amazing experience live, I'm sure you can imagine, based on that uh, track. And um, I'm I'm excited for her album to be released. I've I've gotten the chance to hear it already because uh, Constellation is gracious as as ever and uh, sent over the album to us here at CKUT and uh, definitely recommend checking it out. It comes out for the public on May 5th, which is Friday. So uh, get excited for that. And again, before that was Lauren Lee Jazz Project, who is playing Cafe Resonance here in Montreal on May 20th. Um, Hopefully you can uh, you're inspired to go check that show out. Uh, we had her on the air just now, and uh, if you are just tuning in and you missed the interview, uh, definitely check it out on the archive. Uh, next up, we've got another Montrealer by the name of Eric Hove, who uh, just released a uh, follow-up to a 2014 record of his with his chamber ensemble. He uh, is very knowledgeable in uh, classical composition, and he incorporates aspects of spectralism into his pieces. Um, the The tune we're going to hear is called Fractured, and it's off his new record, Polygon, which just came out. Uh, the, the record label of that escapes me right now, but uh, we are we're going to hear from him nonetheless i'll uh, mention it when i come back on the air it's a it's a pretty gross rainy day in montreal but spring is on the way so uh hopefully that will inspire you to uh be optimistic about the future uh the time is now 3:45. thanks for tuning in my name is donovan i uh am super happy to be hosting new shit it's uh, pretty much my favorite show on ckut there's no rules other than uh, it's got to be new. So uh, lots of weird stuff week to week. Uh, this is Eric Hove with Fractured. Keep it locked. Check it out. And uh, stay tuned to CKUT 90.3 FM.